Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Podcast for spiritual seekers and lurkers, the respectfully curious and the pursuers of their passion, hosted by Melanie Dawn, Jen Anderson, and Tanya Ryan. And today uh, it is Tanya Ryan, and I'm here with the most amazing, most wonderful, um, beautiful human being that I have had the pleasure of meeting via the internet this year, uh, Casey Redpath. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. I'm so I'm so excited to talk to you because I have so many things I want to ask you about and I'm also like low key fangirling just because I like just everything you do I think is is just so cool and I'm I'm really glad that we had um the chance to connect despite the fact that this year has been super weird. Um but anyways, Casey and I got to actually have like a a little coffee date and it was funny because I was I was talking to my husband after you were over and um, I had also done, I think a reading or two that day. Anyways, I was really tapped out that night and I'm like, I think I've been like hanging out in intuitive land like all day and I'm just really tired now. And, uh, and so I was explaining him, I'm like, uh, cause when you came over, I was kind of like, well, talking to her was kind of like, we were talking to each other, but we were kind of in and out of spirit, like the whole time. I don't know. Maybe you didn't feel that way, but <laughs> no, I totally did. I felt, felt like I was swinging in and out of it. And it was like, okay, I'm being a human. No, hang on. I've got this thing for you. Okay. No, I'm being a human. No. Anyways, but it was super, super fun. It was like playing double Dutch spirit, spiritual style. Right. Those are my favorite conversations to have with people when you're just, when you're like here human and then it's like, oh, here comes spirit. It's like, oh, those are my favorite. Those days. Totally. It's funny. Do you ever find though that when you're in those conversations that sometimes your like attention feels diverted? Like sometimes I feel like I'm split, like I'm over here and the human is talking and then spirit's like, hey, this is really relevant right now. And then part of me sits there and goes, maybe people with ADHD are just really intuitive people. (laughs) I truly, I, I think you're onto something there. I really do. Like I want to be like Dr. Casey now and diagnose everybody with spiritual ADHD, I guess. (laughs) We should get someone like who, someone, a doctor or a psychologist or something, someone who's open to the, this stuff and like unpack some of that. One day, one day. So I do have a question for you because, and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, because I am speculating a tiny, tiny bit, but you are, you are, you're kind of like recently out of the closet. Is that true? That is true. Yes. Okay. So this is something I would love to know more about because, um, because I do find that your, your readings are so powerful and, and, um, just they come from such a real like such a cool place and I love that the tone that they're communicated I just think that you have such a presence with your readings and so I'm interested to know about your kind of like coming out of the closet process so just I guess like any like challenges with that or why you were in the closet in the first place or like I like it's open-ended question but I can get super specific if you want me to but I would just love to know your coming out of the closet story right so I guess it like I have to go back almost a full year because we were like in COVID. I was, I mean, I've known that I've been intuitive my whole life. Like there's something just always different, I guess, about how I process the world and how I took in information. Um, But then a year ago, I got this call to work with this coach. And so I, you know, started and we just dove right deep into it. And then I slowly started telling my friends like, hey, so... 
um, I'm, I guess I'm kind of like a psychic, but not really like a psychic. And this is what I'm telling you now. And so then my really close friends started getting me to do readings for them. And it was really like one or two at a time. And then I just, um, I started working with Melanie Dawn and that was like the push I needed to really get out there. And, um, it wasn't even like, I guess for me, when I decide to do something, I'm just going to go full force and do it. And so I come out to like a few little friends and my husband, and that was really about it. My circle was really small. And then I just decided I'm going to launch a business and I'm going to post it tonight. And it was, I remember sitting there, I think it was November 1st. And I went for tea with my aunt, who's also an energy worker. And I sat down and she said, she looked at me and she's like, you just made a decision on something. And I said, I just hit post. And I like, I just said to the whole world, to the whole Facebook world that, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And that was it. And her mouth dropped. She's like, okay, we're doing it. And it was just, yeah, it was crazy. Cause I went from sharing to just a few small like group of people, maybe four max. And then that was it. I came out to Facebook world and Instagram and yeah. So what was, well. what was that like? Did you get, um, cause I know that, well, with me and maybe this is not the same with you. I just feared a lot of judgment and backlash and criticism. And my big thing was actually like, I, I had no fear from like, say the, the hyper, the people who are going to be telling me it's of the devil or, or I'm going to hell. Those people didn't freak me out. It was the science community. I felt like I was going against what is like evidence-based, tangible, that kind of thing. So I, I had a lot of judgment fear. Um, what were your fears in coming out? And then did you realize any of those fears or was it really smooth or, you know, was there any surprises in coming out? Um, yeah. So I had more like the religion based fears because I do have a lot of um, religious friends and family members. And so um, I was really concerned about that backlash, but I just knew like deep in my heart, I had to go for it anyways. And um, I mean, I've definitely felt a shift in quite a few of my friendships. Um, and, you know, family members, <laughs> some of them, they just like, we don't talk about it and that's okay with me. And I'm fine with not sharing that side if it goes against their beliefs. And um, that's great. And, but then really I did, I was surprised by a few family members and friends that have supported me constantly and it's been ones that like I would never in a million years suspect that they would be the ones to support me so that was probably the biggest surprise because I I knew for sure I'd have like five people that I could count on to support me all of the time and then there was these random ones that would come in and I would go wow like I just felt so humbled and so grateful that there are these people that I hadn't talked to in years and they're coming out and you know, sharing, I had a few private messages from distant family that would go, that would say, um, you know, I'm a closet medium, I'm a closet psychic, I'm a closet intuitive. Um, and they were just sharing how um, proud they were that I was able to come out, but they weren't ready yet because they had similar like science, um, science-based community family members that they were, they were fearful of their reactions. So yeah, I, I don't really feel that anymore. Like, I feel like I've kind of gotten over it. And part of me sometimes when I go to share something on my personal page, I get like that little feeling in my throat and then I just push past it and do it anyways. <laughs> good, good job. Because I feel like all the things you're sharing are so 
important. Like, as I, I shared with you when we had our conversation, just that I think that your words and the way that you convey them are in a tone and in a language that is really digestible for a really broad community. And I feel like it gets people to do inquiry in a really gentle way. So there's some, some of us that like to like dive into like the thick of the darkness and like whatever, and just get right up in there. And then there's other people where that's jarring or um, even uh, triggering or PTSD triggers or trauma or whatever. And I feel like you can kind of crack the door open and be like, Hey, you could look at this stuff and it's, it's okay. Like it's like, everybody's got it. It's safe. Like you can, you can check this out if you want to, when you're ready, here's the key to unlock this door. I'm going to leave it right here. I'm going to turn around. I'm not going to look. I, I just feel like you have this really nice way of like, it's, it's unimposing versus sometimes when I'm, when I see other readers or coaches or whatever, um, it's, it's just a little bit like, look at this, look at this right now. And I, I don't mind that. Well, sometimes, sometimes I like to be like, I'm in charge of my life and I will decide where I look. Thank you very much. Right. But I, I like your, your unimposing approach. I am curious to know, do you have like a, cause I've been struggling with this. Um, and I think you mentioned it too. Um, but what's, what do you go by? Like, what's your name? So I know we talked about psychic being kind of like, not feeling super on the psychic thing. So what's your, if someone's like, well, what do you, what do you do? What's, what's your answer to that? Oh man. I feel like it's still like a paragraph long. Cause I, like, I don't, I don't really feel connected to any sort of title. Like it keeps, it feels really fluid to me. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that it's okay, that I can change my mind on that title. And that was something I struggled with for a good couple months. But um, I do like most of the time go by an intuitive empath. And I feel like that's broad enough that it covers all of it. And then um, this actually, I just channeled this recently because um, I was struggling with like what I actually do in a reading and it was hard to explain. And then I channeled that it was like connecting. So I connect your inner child your to your highest self and bring it into the present moment. So whenever I'm doing a reading, it's always like, um, you know, I get that those messages from your guides, but really it's from your highest self. And they're just looking to bring all of that together into that, this present moment. How do we live so full in our highest, most truest self, but that always connects back to your inner child as well. I think we forget about that. We forget about that really important piece that bringing in the fun, um, bringing in the spirituality and merging it with, you know, your human self. It's, see, like I said, it's a paragraph. I don't know. <laughs> There's no quick way to explain it, but yeah, I just love really helping women, people, but I've worked mostly with women so far to incorporate all of that into your human side. <laughs> So do you have like a special, like a specialty, so to speak? So I joke that intuitives are kind of like doctors. It's that some will specialize in pediatrics, some will specialize in surgery, some will specialize in, like, I wish I knew more actual doctor things because this analogy is really great, (laughs) but I have to know more things. So do you feel like you have a specialty or something that you're really enthusiastic about? 
or gets you geared up. Like if someone asks you a specific question, you're like, yes, this one, this, I love getting into these things. Or maybe you don't get asked questions and you just find that you naturally dig into a certain area. Um, well, actually, I think I just discovered that recently, like within the last week, even. Um, I find that my favorites are the ones that are already open, like my favorite uh, clients are the ones that are already open and they're like unsure what the next steps are. And so I really, really, really love seeing that like aha moment on their faces when they realize what the next step is or how simple it is to just, you know, connect to source and intentionally connect because they were already doing it. They just didn't realize. So this last week I've had a few really amazing client moments where that happened. And I realized, yeah, okay, this is what I love the most. And um, I don't get it too often in readings, but like working with those clients one-on-one and in my courses, that's been like the most special for me. Is there any like story that you can share? Um, and if you can't, cause I know that like this business is obviously like, it has to be, um, more, uh, what's the word on the stars of the sea? Um, yeah. Well, where is that word? <laughs> um, confidentiality. Thank that's you. <laughs> Uh, two moms right here, guys. That was the epitome of thanks. That was good teamwork. Okay. Um, I know things have to remain confidential. So if you can't, that's, that's totally cool. But is there any specific story that you could share that was just a really cool reading or a moment where um, it really confirmed your intuition or maybe something specific, but, or just a favorite moment, maybe a favorite aha moment? Oh, good question. Um, Okay, so I'm sure she'll be okay that I shared this because it was so it was my very, very, very first stranger reading. And um, it was through uh, like an email reading. So I was writing it and I wasn't, I, her question was like vague. It was, I think she had asked what I saw her doing career-wise. And so I got what came through, but then at the very, very end, her guides came through and showed me um, these pictures on her wall And they told me that every so often to get her attention, they nudged them like just a little bit so that they're off center. And I almost didn't include it because I thought it was so weird. And I thought I'm not, that's like, I made that up. My head made that up. That wasn't source. (laughs) And then I just, I included it. And so she emailed me back and she said, oh, thank you. That resonates. And she's like, yeah, I'm not sure about the pictures, but I'll keep an eye out. And then 30 minutes later, she emails me back and she goes, oh my God, my boyfriend just told me that he's been fixing this crooked picture in the hallway for weeks. And he's like, it shouldn't be crooked the way they have it in the wall, but it just like every week it's off center and he has to fix it. And I just, because it was my first stranger reading, I was so excited. I like stood up and I did this huge happy dance and (laughs) I just felt like I wasn't even going to include it, but that was the piece that validated for me that like pushed me to continue that pushed me to do another reading that um it just was like the moment for me so that was that one was really cool I've had a few moments since but that one is like the big one oh I love that so much because for because like I said the biggest challenge for me getting into this and and for me to not be so skeptical of my own experiences was having moments like that where it's like I don't know why I know this but I do and of course you don't, you don't know it until someone does come back and confirm it, which as you know, when you send off readings, you don't always get the, 
you know, the confirmation back because people don't always reply and it's not, you know, their job to, you know, sit there and comfort us and tell us that we did a good job. <laughs> so it's fine. But uh, what, there was this one reading I did a, a long time ago where this, this woman had an equally kind of vague question. She said, can you tell me about the health of my son? So my brain kind of was like, oh, that's too bad. And I thought she had like a seven-year-old kid who was sick. And I was like, that's a bummer. I, that was it. And I kind of, so I went in and I did the reading and I was like, wow, he looks really happy. And he's just like really satisfied and just content. And she's a really good mom and he loves her very much. And it, it didn't have like a lot of like health stuff in it. So I was really confused. It just showed him just kind of enjoying his life. And anyways, I sent off the reading. And as right as soon as I clicked send, I went, no, there's something missing or there's something wrong. And I went, oh my gosh. And so I was, so I kind of like went through the whole reading again in my head, just like do, 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 like footnotes of it. And I went, oh, I missed it. I missed the whole thing. And so I, I messaged her cause I was really not sure. And it felt like kind of sort of precarious territory, but I said, does your son have down syndrome or something similar? And, um, she said, I just said, because if so, I have to make some, I have to amend this a little bit and um, not much, but just a couple little pieces that made more sense now that I knew, or now that I thought I knew whatever. And so, yeah, she messaged me back. He didn't have down syndrome, but he was mentally challenged. And um, I won't share exactly what he had. Cause I, a can't remember and B feel like that <laughs> might just like break enough of the confidentiality thing. But anyways, um, it was a, uh, yeah, a mental disability of sorts. And I just felt in that moment, I was like, that for me, because I was always looking for my own confirmation, I, not even out there. At, at that time, I wasn't charging for readings either. I was doing them by trade or just by volunteer. And I was blown away in that moment because I was like, that was weird and specific. And this is cool. And I have no idea how this works, but it works and it's weird. So when, like, I don't know if this has happened to you, but people will be like, how did you do that? And I just, every time someone says that, I'm like, I like legitimately have no idea. Like, <laughs> no clue. And there's sometimes like, I know you've said before in like your tarot course where like you'll have um, like movie scenes or, you know, TV shows come to your brain and that's like how you connect it. And I, like last night I got one and it was like a clown came. It was like a clown face. And I was like, I don't like that was all I got and so I messaged her and I said are you like do you have a fear of clowns or do you like did you have a childhood fear of clowns and as soon as I said that like I don't know if that ever happens to you but as soon as I said it as, she didn't even have to answer I was like oh there it is it all just came blue and it had nothing to do with clowns it was just getting me to that point to like connect childhood right. and fear. and but it was just like Brandon like yeah how do how am I supposed to know that how do I how do you connect the dots? I shouldn't know these things. And when like, same thing, when people ask me, like, <laughs> I want to give you a good answer because I'm charging money, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just is there. Yeah. The, it, this is like a thing that just weirds me out in the best possible way. I think that's why I've kept doing it. It's, it's not like, it's not that it's not fun helping and healing. And, and cause, um, uh, like, as you know, cause you took the tarot course, but the healing is like a huge part of my intention behind doing readings. But I think honestly, the reason I keep going back is just that I love that I can explain it. Like, I love that, the, like that draws me in every time it's, it's like watching a movie 
movie, or like a really good movie where it has twists and turns and you just don't know where it's going to go. I feel that way with readings because every time I step into a reading, I'm nervous. And every time I step in, I'm like, okay, here's hoping this works because it's probably one of the only things that there is, there, there's no evidence, there's no science, there's nothing to back it up. And I just have to like grab the holy shit handle and be like, I hope this turns out okay. <laughs> like, Oh, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because I talked to others that have like been in this business for years and they just seem like they don't doubt themselves at all. They don't question. And I, every single reading, I'm like, I don't know that I can do this again. Like, what if my magic disappears? Yeah, right. <laughs> what if it's ran out? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is it like dairy? Is there a lot of shelf life? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, no, every single time. And like, I have to comfort myself. And so I actually have a part of my intention, which I, I didn't share in the tarot course because I was low-key embarrassed about it. But part of my intention, so I do um, like kind of an opening ritual, right? And then um, kind of an opening prayer. But in my opening prayer, legitimately, I just say, please let this reading have carry value. And so my big thing is, is that because I am accepting um, money and a payment, it's important to me that there is something of value that's received on the other end. And I mean, granted, and I don't know if this has happened to you and it always, I, I have to like kind of permit it to occur, but every, every now and then I'd say like one out of like six times, I'll get a person who just wants to talk to someone. And so they don't want to hear anything and they just talk and talk and talk and talk. And I have to believe that that is what was meant to occur. Then it's just like a holding space because I mean, obviously it's like the, the, if I think about it from like a healing and value perspective, then whatever I'm offering is what's needed. So if it's holding space, great. If it's a full reading where that other person maybe says three words, because I've also had those kinds of readings where I just like talk the whole time, or if it's more balanced conversation, but I just have to trust that whatever it is, is creating value. And that's a part of my like little opening ritual prayer is to... I actually have a very similar um, piece in my opening where I, um, it's, I don't know why it just like flew out of my head, but it was, um, I trust that this message is meant for this person in this moment. And that's just enough for me to like anchor that this is exactly like, um, like you said, it's meant to be in this moment, whether it's they're talking the whole time and not getting much of a reading and you're just holding space or it's a full reading and you're getting exactly, or you're giving exactly what's coming through. Um, I also, my, my aunt, the energy worker was actually the one to tell me because a lot of this stuff, <laughs> sometimes I feel a little bit like an imposter because I don't know a lot of the things that go on like behind the scenes. And like my guides have told me and showed me a few things, but like not a lot. And so my aunt, she knows has been in it for a lot more or a lot longer she told me that sometimes what happens when you're like holding space or giving a reading is that like your guides are actually in the back and they're like fluffing the energy. So they're like creating space for them to expand in the reading or after the reading. And we actually, like, I have no idea that even goes on. It's all happening in the background and it's just this perfect container that we've created between, you know, us and the reader or the, Reedy, <laughs> my English is <laughs> really on point tonight. But um, yeah, it's just that perfect container for them to shift or expand whatever they need to do in that moment. And I trust that that's just exactly what they need to do. 
um, have happened. So I have a quick question for you and then we'll, we'll start to wrap up. Um, do you have anything that you'd say that you use? Cause, uh, and I'm, I'm also happy to hear you say that you have doubts when you go into a reading. Cause I also feel like I talk to people who are like, no, I just know it's going to show up and I'm like, good for you. <laughs> so do you have anything that you go to specifically to like either overcome nerves or overcome that doubt or like, like what, do you have any specific techniques or is it just like a, well, here's hoping this works. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's, I just go into it, but I do practice a lot, I guess, throughout the week or with, I feel like I'm doing it in conversations with friends and um, having that validation. And so I guess I just go into it with trust. Like I don't really have, um, except for like my little opening ritual that I say to myself, like I can't say that I really do anything extra than that. Mine is... um but this, and this is like a little bit of like shadow work kind of thing. Mine is I have a fear of being wrong. And so I realize that my fear or my nervousness going into readings is because I'm scared I'm going to be wrong. And so I usually just coach myself through, well, what would happen if you're wrong? You'd be a human. You'd be an imperfect person who is wrong sometimes. And that's okay. And then I go. (laughs) I do my little prayer and then I just... It's okay to be wrong sometimes. And you know what? I should probably say that in the mirror every morning and maybe I would actually human better too. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That is a good one for sure. Yeah. I have to just sit in that trust like before going in and it's okay to be wrong. I like that. The trust thing is huge. Well, thanks so much. Okay. So I, what I want to do is make sure that people know where to find you because, um, and I'm going to like reemphasize this, you guys, Casey's readings are amazing. So if you can get one, you should go get one. So where, like, can you tell me your Instagram handle so that people can go find you or your website, basically anything that we can, we can send people your way so they can get their, their fun things. And also Casey does these cool, are they Tuesdays or Thursdays, um, affirmations? Mm-hmm. They're Fridays now, but they're there's some, some day of the week <laughs> you can go on and get an affirmation for you and it's amazing. Okay, sorry, you tell you say the things. Right. So um yes, you can find me on Instagram at evolved wisdom healing um or my website uh caseyredpath.com. So K-A-I-C-E-R-E-D-P-A-T-H dot com. At least the red path is really easy. Right. <laughs> the KZ is a little tricky. And there's sometimes where I just want to be like, just, just C-A-S-E-Y, whatever, anything. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you just got to buy all the URLs and then people can find you no matter what, what KZ they type in. Right. Oh, I'm so grateful that you just, you said yes to this. So thank you so much for, for being my podcast guest today. And thanks so much to anyone listening for joining us on this episode of The Spiritual Boss. Um, we're grateful to have listeners and we really, really do appreciate input. We appreciate messages. We appreciate any shares or subscribes. Or if you're on Apple and you want to leave a review, like ideally one that's positive, that would be so cool. Um, and we welcome input and comments. So if you want to email us, it's spiritualbosspodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at the spiritual boss podcast. Um, thank you so much again. Peace in, peace out. Awesome. Thank you so much.